it's been one of those years, hasn't it? It's been one of those years like last year. And Christmas last year was all up in the air. We didn't know what was happening. Half of Sydney was being locked down. And this year, there is a level of concern. Um, there's a level of apprehension. And as we're moving into our Christmas time, we're concerned whether we've been caught COVID, whether we have to isolate, all of these things that are happening. Christmas has always been a time of expectation, always being a time of anticipating something that's going to happen. I remember when I was young, a little kid, the expectation of gifts under the tree. This year, I think the expectation is that we're actually going to be able to have Christmas together. I think that's actually the thing for us at the moment. We, we're actually really afraid that we might not even be able to join together. And that's been the theme over the year, being the thing that's been happening. You know, for many people, Christmas is a time of hope, a time of joy, a time of love. For other people, it's heartache, it's sadness, it's separation. We know within our church, members within our church, there are families that are separated. We know that uh, people were wanting to travel but aren't able to travel. And so our heart goes out to those people who are separated at Christmas. Yet within this time of mixed emotion that we have this year, we find ourselves once again looking forward to remembering the birth of Jesus, rediscovering the powerful Christmas story yet again. See, the story of Christmas is filled with miracles, it's filled with wonders, and it's filled with life. It's a story of Jesus coming to the earth as the most wonderful gift for all of eternity, for all of time. As we explored how Christmas can be rediscovered afresh this year, we've been looking at how Jesus has brought hope, how he's brought peace, how he's brought joy and how he's brought love into our lives and into the lives of people that he interacted with in that Christmas story. And we know that Jesus brings all of those things into our lives again today. So I want to share back with you the story of Christmas as recorded by Luke's Gospel. So we'll put it on the screen and I'll read it for us. And at, this, at that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He travelled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. And he took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. 
I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognise him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, laying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. And when the angel returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And they hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby laying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherds' stories were astonished. But Mary kept these things in her heart and thought about them often. And the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. This was just as the angel had told them. See, the story of Jesus' birth has been heard countless times throughout the years, has been heard by the faithful as they remember the birth of Christ, their Saviour. The tendency when with hearing the Christmas story time and time again, year after year, is that we often get to the point when we actually don't listen to the story closely anymore. We actually stop listening. We stop hearing what's happening. We think we know the story. And we often fill in what we think is meant to be there rather than what is there. Or even worse, we stop telling the story altogether and we start talking about things that are from ourselves and replacing it with our own version of the truth about what Christmas is all about. See, stories have immense power. And stories that are passed down from generation to generation, from family to family, from parent to child and from that child to their children, from their children to their children, that has power and that has shaped generations over the years. Stories are powerful and the depth of truth and the depth of faith can be instilled in the passing of the story of God's great love at Christmas time, year in year. It's important for parents to tell their children the message of the hope and of the peace and the joy and the love that is found in the birth of Jesus. So this year as we've been rediscovering Christmas, we've been trying to rediscover the hope that is in the story of the birth of Jesus. Not because a baby was born. That's not where we have our hope. We actually have our hope because God came into the world as a person. We call this in theological speak the incarnation, which means God in person here amongst us. God was a person. And Jesus laid his life down for us. That's where we have our hope. We have our hope because God has given us eternal life. Jesus restores the relationship that was broken between all of humanity and God. Jesus restores that. 
And that's where we have our hope. There's not hope in a, in a man in a big red suit that somehow drops presents down a chimney when we have no chimney and it appears in front of us. Our hope is actually firmly found in Jesus Christ. So Jesus was, was born. He was born as one that is the Prince of Peace. That's one of the names that have been given to Jesus, the Prince of Peace. And the thing I want to tell you about today is that we can actually have the peace of God upon our lives, the shalom of God. That's, that's a Hebrew word that we have there. Now, it has a different meaning apart from the absence of war, absence of conflict. The peace of shalom is, is this ancient Hebrew concept of peace that is rooted in the word that, of shalom, which means a wholeness, a completeness. It means health, it means safety, it means prosperity. It has so much more to it. But it also has an implication of permanence, that the peace of God that is resting upon us is permanent. Permanent. God has provided that for us through Jesus, and that is permanent. I want to let that sink in for you this year. That peace is the restoration which God gives us. It's peace that settles our soul deeply. It's peace that settles us when we're in the midst of turmoil and conflict and, and things aren't going the way we want it to be. The peace that we rediscover at Christmas is a true peace. It's a peace that rests and resides with God. And as we refocus ourselves again this Christmas to be more in tune with God, where we discover that we have joy that rests in God's plan for the world, for our lives, where we discover the joy in Christmas when we choose to rejoice in his birth, in the birth of Jesus, we find joy when we turn ourselves away from looking inwards to looking outwards, looking out for each other, looking out for God's working within the world, being kind and loving to our brothers and sisters around us. And is the love of God for all of the world that he sent his one and only son Jesus into the world as a baby to be born and laid in a manger as a tiny baby, to live our life, to know all of the ups and downs, is God's love personified that we have. It's love made real in a person. It is love that knows no bounds. It is love that makes a difference. This is the Christmas story. It's a story of God's love for the world, for each and every one of us. So as we rediscover the Christmas story again this year, we rediscover it is about Jesus Christ. We rediscover it is about the birth of a baby. It is our saviour. So let's hear again what Luke records in Luke chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. It says, And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born, and she gave birth. 
to her first child, a son, and she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. We rediscover Christmas is about the birth of Christ. We rediscover again that Christmas is about Jesus. It's about the birth of our Saviour. So in the midst of all of our busyness, in the midst of all of our concerns that we have, in the noise of our consumeristic world that we have, we stop and we rediscover that Jesus is Christmas, that Jesus is God with us. Once again, we retell the birth of Jesus this year. And it reminds us that God never leaves us. The repeating of the story brings it home to us. God never leaves us. God never forsakes us. God's love is real and it's something that we can hope for and we can rediscover that hope. God's love is full of peace and we can rediscover that peace for ourselves. God's love made real in Christ is full of joy. And the love of God is made real in the birth of his son. So let us just pray. Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks that we can hear your story again, where we can remember that you came into the world. Whether it be miraculous, but it's real. Lord, help it to be real for us today. Help it to be real for us right this moment, that we may know that Christmas is about you, our Lord Jesus. We ask this in your name. Amen.